0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.
1: Good evening. And this program is for Dunedin Multicultural Council. And this program is um, regarding the heart and soil. Uh, I'd like to uh, invite Sue uh, Nwva for this show. Uh, before that, I would like to introduce myself. Um, I'm Nirmala. Nirmala, we more people will uh, introduce myself. I mean, I'm the one of the executive members in the Multi Multicultural Council since three to four years. And now, I'm one of the executive members as well as I'm the coordinator for the Senior Council. And actually, I came from India. My spoken, my mother tongue is Tamil, and apart from that, I know two or three Indian languages. Uh, so I would like to invite Sue. Uh, she is the coordinator, and she is the taking care of the uh, um community garden. So, let's welcome Sue. Uh, Good morning, Sue. Please introduce yourself.
0: Hello, everyone. I've lived most of my life in Dunedin, apart from some time over in Europe, in in Switzerland. So, I, I know what it's like to be in a different country and come to a different place where you don't know what is growing well and what the weather is like, etc. Um, I have two sons. Uh, my husband is here, and they've my sons have grown up, and I've got grandchildren, and in the cargo, so I have time on my hand, and I'm passionate about growing food. I have a big garden at home, and I'm increasingly worried about food resilience in our in the world in in our area and have heard about the Musselboro Community Garden needing some people to help out so I went along and um, I have um, been there since it started again so it has actually originally started in 2006 by Beryl Lee who took over four beds from the school so it's a, a joint project between the Musselboro Primary School and the Multicultural Group. It has grown since to about 10 beds and got fruit trees around it, berry bushes, and it's used by the school children. So we have uh, the Enviro School coordinator come along who works with the school children and myself uh, on on a Monday Groups, small groups of children come to help out and learn about the worms and the little animals in the soil and how to plant and how to look after plants and and to shift things around, like we set up a pea structure the other day. And also at lunchtimes, on a Wednesday I'm there and... Some children come along, and then on Saturday, we have a time from 10 to 12 for the community around so this multicultural group members or local people who live close by, who don't have uh, space in their garden, who might might have shifted to a smaller space, but actually have quite, quite a lot of knowledge about gardening, or some that don't have much knowledge and would just like to learn about. How to do it more um, efficiently or sustainably. So um, it is a, it's a very mixed group um, project. We also have had South, uh, Dream South, have very generously offered to donate soil to top up the beds and also organised a shed and a wheelbarrow, and they are very much a big, big help. Without them, we could not have got the garden into such a a good state now with all the lovely soil because the soil is the most important part. So we grow, we sow seeds with the children and with with the adults um, on the weekends um, and directly into the beds, and we bring plants along. So we have a, um, a, a good time together. We, we chat about things. We, we grow there. We chat about what we like to eat, how we like to, um, cook these vegetables. And it's, it's, it's lovely because we sit together and learn from each other and make friendships. So it's, it's a, not only do we just, um, have a cup of tea but we actually learn about nature and the environment and what grows there and make plans what we can do later on or what we like to sow and um, yeah so it's it's good for, for the environment and it's good for people it will be lovely to have more people come along it will be lovely to have young and old come along on the Saturday as well and parents of pupils from the school maybe during the week so yes we socialize and build friendships across ages and cultures and um, yes because it will be great to to learn these skills and then take them to our own environments or our own families or our own um, streets and and help each other in very locally as well so the Skills get spread, and we can do it together, which is wonderful.
1: Thank you. Can you say anything specific? Uh, I mean, I mean, you know, vegetable garden, Specific, uh, um, I mean, short with the potato or bean. What all the things that it's very suit for this New Zealand climate. I mean, we have now spring, you know. So, what all the things? Is there any? people will do some many tips regarding that soil conditions and weather conditions, what suits through this weather.
0: Right, so this is very important. It's it's great to learn about the local conditions because you have to observe what happens. In winter here, many people think you can't grow much, but actually it's a very temperate climate. You can grow a lot of food in winter depending where you are. If you have a sunny spot with um you know dry soil you can grow a lot of asian vegetables in winter you can grow different um berries in winter even like cape gooseberries or um cherry guavas grow okay in winter um and, but it depends where you are. Some places are very shady. You can't. So it's it's all learning about what grows when. And right now is a time to put in a lot of plants. So you can grow, start your potatoes that you've chittered. You can start to grow, sow carrots. You can put in cauliflowers and broccolis and all the different brassicas now, slowly. But when it's cold. It's best to grow the Asian vegetables like mizuna and kale. Kale grows really well in winter. But now you start to sow the warm-loving things. So you can start inside in a a little pot on your windowsill. You can start um, a bit more warm-loving plants and then plant them outside once um, the weather warms up a little bit. Often it's in mid-October that it's gets um, really warm and you can plant more outside then. But as weather gets a bit more fickle and we have warmer temperatures and then all of a sudden colder again, it is a bit gets a bit trickier to grow. So it's good to have um, ways to shelter your plants as well, like your little cloches or pots that you can move about, and it's important to know that you do not have to have a large garden to grow food. You can grow food in planter boxes, in bags, in little, um, even double cardboard boxes with a bit of um, plastic around. It does not need to be much, and especially the green vegetables that are very expensive in the shops. You can grow with a little packet of seeds, you can grow many, many plants and just cut them off and eat them and keep success, succession
1: going of plantings. Okay. Uh, hope this vegetables is collecting cultures. I mean, some people, they like, they will come and um, sow some seeds. Maybe it is very nice to in the soups of a, some other cultures, like, for example, coriander means I will make some, I mean, that garnishing something. So I think it's growing in Dunedin, but how do you feel that it brings the connecting with different people, I mean, different cultures? Mm.
0: It's really lovely to have someone say, like we have a, a member who comes from South Korea and she loves to make kimchi. So we've planted... The ingredients that she might need. So, we had planted chives and we planted Asian cabbages and we planted different things, yeah, like coriander or, or just things that, that grow well there. And so, it would be lovely to have more members come along and say, Oh, I like to grow this and can we try growing it? And we can just try. We can find a warm spot or, you know, it's, it's all about experimenting what we can do. And um, yes, and it, then we have these conversations about well, what do we make with them, and how do you make it, and oh, I'd love to try some, and so it will be really good um, to to have more, even like a make a little recipe book with these ideas, with these um, meals that we can make together.
1: Wonderful, uh, and um, um, do you attend this cultural fast that day? You share some ideas about the cultural programs, what we are conducting on behalf of the DMCC.
0: I would like to come along. So far I have not attended. Oh, okay. So it would be very nice for me to go along and get to know the group. Okay.
1: Uh, how do you think about that? Um, uh, some, um, that, uh, I mean, how it is related to that? I mean, health and well-being, I mean, especially for elders, for children. Who oh, it is? Can you please?
0: It is so important that we connect with nature because we are part of nature. So learning about where our food comes from, about how something grows, how how we are so exposed to the elements and, na- and, and the weather is so important because, um, yes, we can't just... It doesn't just come from supermarkets. Everything, so we we learn about this. And tending to something is just, or seeing a little sprout grow is just so rewarding. And, uh, and um, yes, it just makes you feel happy to see things growing and looking after something and watering and then it, it nurturing and and seeing it come along and looking after the soil and seeing and learning about the soil, how all these little all these little parts um work together and, and making it better and not destroying things and learning about the insects and the bees and the bumblebees and some children or older people or anyone come along and are very worried about the bees. So it we can have a conversation about well what do bees bring and how they how they um work to make the our whole system sustainable and without bees we, would, we couldn't eat and same with the worms what do worms do you know and, and some people are very worried about worms because they had bad experiences maybe in their childhood with worms or whatever and so we can kind of um, talk about these things yes and it, so when you have these conversations you then think about in the wider world how we can protect nature Okay, awesome.
1: And what do you think about buying vegetables, I mean particularly vegetables, from the supermarket than this, our uh, farmers market? What is the difference? Do you feel? Because we have to, I mean, I want to know what is the difference.
0: So vegetables from the supermarket often come from far away. So they get transported here often from Nelson or the North Island, on huge, big trucks. And these huge, big trucks use a lot of energy and make a lot of emissions and pollute, this, pollute the air, really. So the closer we can grow our food, the less pollution do we make. Also, the further away it comes, the more of the nutrition gets lost. So the, over time... If you have a very fresh vegetable, it's got usually more vitamins in it than something that's been sitting around in boxes for for a week and then in the supermarkets as well. Also, the supermarkets buy big amounts and often do not pay their growers the the, the money that they really need to, to grow sustainably and, and um well, and so if you buy from a farmers market, the farmers are often closer, they're often smaller, much smaller. They um are more diverse. They the the time they need to bring the products to the market are a lot shorter. They often cut the produce the evening before, put it in boxes, take it in the next morning. So it's much fresher. They, you're paying directly to the grower. So there's no middle person taking money out of it. If we also, if we support our local farmers, we can support more local farm, farmers here. And we, so we are more resilient. So if there was a big weather event or, uh, supply chain issues, we can be more sure that we have enough food around us directly.
1: Thank you. And um, can you please tell me about uh, what is the message you want to pass to these children especially? Because you, you want to encourage the children to participate in this project, no? Yes.
0: So we'd like them to gain a respect For nature and a respect for growing food, that it's very important. It's one of our, it's water and food is our basic need, and we need to be able to fulfill those needs. And the more we can do it ourselves, the better. So we are more resilient. And they're wonderful skills to have because no matter what happens, if you can know, if you know how to grow some potatoes or some carrots or some lettuce, you feel so much more um, resilient. You, you can look after yourself. You can look after your family more. You, you're you not just dependent on waiting for people to bring you things. Mm. Also, it's just respect for nature and to, to be part of nature and see how nature, we, yeah, we are part of nature. We're not apart from it. And to respect anyone who works with soil and food, it's not just a lowly uh, task; it's a very, very worthy thing to do.
1: Okay, so what is your opinion? What plays a major role in connecting the cultures? What is your
0: food, food is a wonderful, wonderful way to connect cultures because we all like to eat food and to actually taste different tastes is fantastic we we already have a a lot of different foods here in New Zealand than we used to have so it's just marvelous to actually have that those additions of tastes and dishes and and it, it gives respect to different cultures to to be able to show what dishes they can make and um, and then and then share them as well. Okay,
1: thank you, Sue. And um, I, what from your uh, this conversation, really, uh, I do understand about the importance of the uh, growing the vegetables in your own garden. I do have a small garden in my house. I do, but uh, I I heard a lot of things from you about the way that suits to that particular things and all. So, I really, really say thank you. And it is a wonderful opportunity to meet on be for this program. Uh, really, really, um, what to say? Uh, do you, What do you, your opinion about the Dundee Multicultural Council? Because you are very much involved in so many um, uh, um, activities in that. Uh, what is your opinion about the DMCC?
0: I think it's wonderful to have. I have to um, go to some of the meetings. I'd love to meet some more people. Uh, it's, I'm fascinated by different cultures and, and what we can give each other. So I will make an effort to, to join the group. And But I just really like to encourage people to come along because working together alongside each other is so valuable. You you get to know each other in a, in a really nice way.
1: Well, thank you. And what to ask you? I have, I have so many questions to ask you, but the time is very much limited. And um, you tell me about your hobbies. Actually, this I have to ask in the beginning itself. I'm so sorry. Uh, about your hobbies can you please oh my hobbies um i used to be an
0: artist i used to paint but i do not paint any more pictures i find i paint i paint in the garden <laughs> so it's kind of a, i paint in painting is is two dimensional but gardening is is almost four dimensional because you 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 work in three dimensions you work in time as well which is four dimensions so it's I love working in with seasons um so I like to walk I like to go for walks around my area I like to um meet different people I like to be a part of groups so I'm also in the um on the committee of the Dunedin Vegetable Growers Club we have monthly meetings there at the Tahuna um, Bowling Club. So, um, and also, I am involved with the Seniors Climate Action Network. We show uh, a screening event every month at the Dunedin Library. Um, I, yeah, above all, I I really like um, being in the garden and in
1: in nature. Oh. Thank you, awesome. And what to ask you? See, you are very much involved in so many things. So we'll do some other interview. For, you are different about your paintings and your involvement in that uh, What vegetable growers association, something like that. So vegetable growers association, the fresh vegetables, you are, they are growing and those are associated in them. It's
0: a group that meets once a month, or from people all over Dunedin and we we have a, a guest speaker so our next one is like this Wednesday and it's on bumblebees so someone's coming to talk about bumblebees because this month is bee week yeah. so they also have a um at the at the uh, museum there's going to be some activities on there so we we connect with other people in the community we have garden visits we share produce or cuttings or seeds we yeah it's, it's a lovely group of people interested
1: in gardening and growing food thank you it's how you are connected with um, nature and really it's a hot and soil yes uh So, it's really thank you, Sivu, for this um, show. And I have to personally have to say thank you, thanks to the Daladin Multi Council, Multicultural Council. Previously, it is uh, Daladin Multi Ethnic Council that I pronounce so many times. So, this is sometimes it will, it sometimes it is difficult for me, DMCC. Yeah, recently we have changed that logo, everything. So I have to say thanks once again. Thanks to everyone for this one, to this, uh, given me this opportunity uh, to know more about the Heart and Soil project. Uh, Thank you very much.
0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.